regarding rapture theology. And um, this is from a Leonore in Brooklyn, New York. And his question is the following. I haven't settled on believing that there will be a pre or mid tribulation rapture of the church. I've always thought that Yeshua will see us through the tribulation and cover believers, but that we will serve and be his witnesses during this time of trouble. However, brethren have been warning me that if I don't believe in the rapture, then Yeshua won't take me and I'll have to all have to live through the tribulation. I'm not sure there's any biblical evidence for this. What are your thoughts? Right. So let me take a glass of water before I answer this one. I was, I'll be honest with you guys. When I heard this question, um, I was saddened by the fact that other believers would say this. You know, so rapture timeline discussions or eschatology things of all kinds, you know, whether it's, you know, pre-tribulation, rapture, post-tribulation, rapture, okay, all these theologies. I think what's so important before we even talk about them is that we need to be understanding that we need to all be open to helping, having a healthy conversation about them. And this is what, what make, breaks my heart is that, you know, so he said, um, Leonor, I feel sorry for him, for Leonor, um, brother, because, you know, these people are telling you, if you don't believe in the rapture, Yeshua is not going to come for you. Like, you need to believe in the pre-tribulation rapture. On, and if you don't, he's going to, God's going to leave you on earth and you just have to, you know, faint for, you know, well, good luck kind of thing. So... What they're actually saying is, if you don't believe in my theology, then you can't be saved. You'll be left behind because you don't believe the way I do about my pet doctrine. That's, that's what's being said. I'm sorry, that's just shocking to say the least because it's been made a salvation issue. It's been made an issue of you don't believe the way I do. So that that changes the way that God sees you. It changes your salvation. No, we're saved by faith. Leonor is saved because he believes right in, in, in the Messiah. We, I, we are not saved by how well our eschatology is. Thank, thank God for that, because um, everyone has a different eschatology belief and I think that as the time draws near, we will learn more because we will see the signs and we will understand the scriptures better when we see what's going on around us because we can then connect things better. And that's why there's so many different opinions, I think, partly is because because a lot of the things haven't been revealed by God yet. Some things are still a mystery until the appointed time has come for it to be not a mystery anymore because we are drawing closer and closer to when it's more relevant for us to understand. Be okay, so I'm not saying it's wrong to want to study eschatology. I love it. In fact, let's just, while I'm on here, I'm busy right now with a rapture teaching a comprehensive teaching on 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 the whole thing we call the rapture so i'm not against talking about it i want to talk it we should we should be open and it should be a healthy conversation but this is not this was not a healthy conversation that leonora is is talking here about here and that's sad for me um 
So we can debate these things, right? We can, and, and today we can come on here and I can talk about, you know, the pre-tribulation rapture, the post-tribulation rapture, the, all these things. But, you know, there's going to be some of you who's going to probably disagree with what I have to say, and that's all right. But and my point is we're, we can debate these things and we can have different opinions. But what is so important is while not everyone will be right in what they believe, everyone must do all they can to be prepared for that day when he does come back or when we are quote unquote raptured right that's what i feel is so important that's the conversation i wanted to have taking place before we even talk about the rapture and that's why we're going to talk about that right now um you know the the question that we need to talk about is what are the consequences of believing a pre-tribulation rapture and what are the consequences of believing a post-tribulation rapture? What is the worst that can happen for believing each? If I could say that way. So, you know, when we look at the pre-tribulation rapture, for example, I see some good, uh, some good fruit sometimes. You know, sometimes I'll see people um, saying, you know, they're, they're in the mindset that he can come back at any point and at any time, right? And that's, wow, okay, so they have a a urgency in their heart to be ready at all times, any time of the day, tomorrow, the day thereafter, because he can come back anytime. And if that drives them to be very uh, driven in their faith and to be ready and in order their lives each day, well, that's amazing. And I, I, I want that. I want us all to have that. So that's good. I'm not going to say it's, it's not a good thing. But my bigger concern is is what if you're wrong about the pre-tribulation rapture? If you believe he's going to come back before the tribulation, but the tribulation does in fact hit and you were wrong, are you going to be so shaken and that you don't believe he's there anymore because you were having putting because you were putting so much faith in this pre-tribulation rapture, and now you're going to be like distressed and you think God has left you and you think that he's not coming back anymore. And then you, you know, then there's the mark of the beast being put in place. And now there's these pressures and there's this great tribulation that the world has never seen before. And now you're like questioning, what am I going to do? And you may leave God there because where's my pre-tribulation rapture, God? Why didn't you save me from all this? I'm, I'm scared from that, of, from, of that thing. I, I don't, I want you guys to, to ask yourself the question, Am I going to be ready? If I believe in the pre-tribulation, am I going to be okay with the, me being wrong? Because we all need to be okay with being wrong. Humble enough to be, I can be totally wrong on this, but it's going to be okay. Because what's more important is being prepared and getting the timing right. All right? That's important. So, um, you know, when we look at the post-tribulation rapture, you know, the or the mid or whatever, um, when you're wrong about that, the worst that can happen is that you get raptured sooner than you thought you would. Leonor's friends say that if he does not believe in the pre-tribulation rapture, he won't get raptured, period. That's just ridiculous. That's not what the Bible says. There's nothing in the Bible that says that. We are, we are saved because of our faith in Messiah. That's it. Point blank. And that faith will produce good fruits and works in our lives. So... Um, if you believe in the post-tribulation rapture and you 
but you were wrong and it's actually a pre-tribulation and you just get raptured up before you thought you would, well, nothing is wrong with that. You'll be fine. You're not going to be judged for having a little bit of a wrong belief about some theology, uh, especially this, if you are trying your best to understand, right? So, uh, brothers and sisters, I just wanted to put that out there. I think that's very important to keep in, to keep in mind. Um, I think there's a lot of humility needed in this area of talking about eschatology, especially the rapture and things like that, um, so that we can actually have an open conversation about these things. All right. Cool. So, you know, regardless of when he's coming back, the most important thing is that he is, and that's a guarantee. You know, I may not be able to tell you the day and the hour, but I can tell you he is coming back. I mean, and that's, that's the most important thing. But what's very I think for us to keep in mind, you know, this is something I saw with, with this recent age of, 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 you know, the world being so crazy and, you know, all these COVID things going on and all that. Many people are very distressed by these things and, and they see it as an, uh, you know, they, they look up to God and they, they are we're, we're wondering, is this the end of the world and things like that. Um, you know, what's important, I think is also there's the, there's what we talked about with the, when the rapture is going to take place, but there's also the thing of, you know, but what if he doesn't come back in your lifetime? You know, he may not come back in our lifetimes. Okay. You know, we can say, you know, we're so sure, but he may not come back in our lifetimes. But what is, what is more as sure than that is that we will all die. While he, he may come back in your lifetime or he may not you will die. That's a, that's a shirt. That's, I, I can tell you that you will, your fleshly body will be put away. It will, it will not survive. Right. So, um, what, what worries me is I think some people take more weight in the state of the world than in the reality that we will all die. Why do we need world events that are unstable to make us look up when the reality is that you can turn off this broadcast today and you know, I do not wish it on anyone, but the reality is, is we can turn this off and go to sleep tonight and not wake up tomorrow because we died in our sleep or we can get a heart attack any time of day. As a young person, as an old person, it doesn't matter. We will all die. We can all die at any moment, any second of any day. That's more, there's a bigger chance of that than anything, probably, perhaps, perhaps not, but that is assured that we will die. So that should shake us more than anything for your life is but a vapor that appears for a little while and will then disappear forever. That should wake you. That should shake you. That should make you afraid of messing this opportunity up. That's what it did for me. I can tell you when I realized, well, you know, as a teenager, I remember realizing this, I have this life, like this is a little bit of a timeline. I have a little bit of like really not a lot. And I need to make this count. Like, I need to make this count. I need to make this mean something. And if I don't, you know, I'm going to get before him. I'm going to be sorry. So don't let this just the state of the world's affairs shake you because the world's affairs may go a little bit better in a year. And, you know, then it's going to go bad again. And, you know, like birth pains. But, man, let this let the reality shake you that you're going to die. <laughs> that sounds like a grim thought, but it's the reality. So... Um, that's the, the the bad news and the good news is you will live if you if you put off your old life and put on the new be born again 
with the Messiah, Yeshua, and live for him, worship his kingdom, work for his kingdom, and don't squander the opportunity to do so. All right. So, um, you know, I think while we're on here too, um, I think we could also discuss the, you know, is the end near idea? You know, many people I know are worried about like the world right now. Guys, you know, I'm just going to give you my two cent opinion for what it's worth. It's, it's not worth that much, but I'm just going to give what I think. Um, I will not be distressed because the Bible tells me when I, when, when I can start looking more towards these things. Like uh, in, in 2 Thessalonians, it's written to us that don't worry, don't be distressed, don't freak out too much about like the world ending until something very specific happens. I'm going to read it to you now. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 1. Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us to, or, uh, to, to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one deceive you, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. So there it is. Scripture said it better than I could. Do not be shaken or mind or alarmed until there is. Well, firstly, you need for any of what I just read to come to pass, you need a temple, actually. So until that temple, those stones are being laid like. You know, none of this can take place yet. And um, but when they are being laid and look, I'm not just talking about rumors because there's been rumors for years now. And, and, and look, guys, I'm not I'm not pushing off the fact that so many things are getting in place and we're we're closer today than ever. Of course. But when you need to look up and be like, OK, his coming is is going to be is, is soon like we're at the door is when the man of lawlessness is revealed. The rebellion happens, the great falling away. And he and the, and he goes and he stops the offering in the temple and he sets himself up there. OK, that's the big sign that scripture tells us is if this happens, you know, things are going down. All right. That being said, like I mentioned, things are going down in many ways. Things are being prepared. We we shouldn't be ignorant of that. We should be looking all the time at the state of the world. And I, we can all see how the world is going that way um, to make way for the, you know, the systems are being put in place, if I could tell it, say it that way. Right. So my, I think the greatest there's two dangers to this whole thing. And, and the one is being over um, overly consumed and distracted by um, these things. So I think there is a there is a possibility uh, there is a way for us. We can be overly consumed and distracted by um, uh, uh, all these different things. Oh, run to this, run to that. Uh, you know, this is the end or that's indicating it's the end or, you know, this or that. But and that's and I'm not against looking at things or right? I'm not against being awake. I'm not against that. But 
if it starts consuming us, it starts taking more of our time than actually our relationship with God is and, and actually doing his gospel, spreading his gospel, the good news and, and working for the kingdom, you know, if it starts distracting us in an unhealthy way, like anything, it can be a bad thing. Um, but also on the other side, there's a, the pendulum can swing all the other way and we can become this people who don't care about these things at all. And we don't, we're not awake, we're not looking, we're whatever about eschatology, whatever about, um, uh, you know, what's going on in the world. That's also not healthy. So I think we just need to be balanced. All right.